0: Teasing, tickling, tempting her will. The road ahead gives way, opening to the possibilities. Maybe we'll reach our destination. Maybe I'll put her thumb in my mouth and lick and suck and imagine what it would be like to finally read Lesbians in Bed. Available now on Amazon. Get your copies of the Lesbians in Bed series, including Lesbians in Bed reading haikus and Lesbians in Bed reading poetry. You won't be disappointed. You're invited to attend the first annual Poetry with Pride performance event, Featuring all LGBTQIA performers, hosted by yours truly, me, Brittany Roberts. Featuring comedian Chris Fiddler and more local poets. The event is free, it is fabulous, and it will be held at the Cathedral City Public Library, Wednesday, June 21st at 5.30 p.m. That's 33520 Date Palm Drive, Cathedral City, California. Please join us you'll have so much fun and I'll be there and that'll be great. And then we can talk and we can be friends and we can like, you know, take selfies together and stuff. And if you don't like it, if you don't enjoy the show or the poetry or the comedy, I'll give you your money back. Hmm. Did I mention it was free? Yeah. I'll see you there. You're listening to The Lesbian Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Roberts, a late-blooming lesbian here to learn and share everything I can about living in Les Town. Join me and my guests every titillating Tuesday as we share tales of disastrous dates, hilarious happenings, harrowing heartbreaks, erotic escapades, and oh my goddess, so many orgasms. It's going to be quite an adventure, and it all starts right now. Hello, hello, hello. Oh my goodness, yes. Welcome back to the Lesbian Podquest. Happy fucking Pride. <laughs> Season two is in full effect and coming to you from the fabulously queer and super sweaty Palm Springs, California. Yeah, it's summer, y'all, and it is hot, hot, hot. Triple digits will soon be taking over the desert for the next few months, and I, for one, am not ready for it. But ready or not, here we come. And speaking of come, (laughs) it's time for... The Gay Word of the Day! Yes, that's right. Today's gay word is... (gasps) Orgasms. (laughs) Ooh, this is going to be a good one. Oh, yes. Ah, Orgasms. Not exclusively a gay word, but I certainly started having more of them once I came out. Reminds me of that disco song. More, more, more. How do you like it? How do you like your love? Super gay, please, with a side of fingers and an extra strong tongue. (laughs) Oh, am I getting nasty now? What? I mean, is it so naughty? Well, good. Great. Excellent. It is season two, after all. Time to spice things up. Mm. (laughs) This delicious word can elicit a visceral response when spoken softly into the ear of a lesbian lover. It can also cause a flurry of fear and anxiety if presented in a perfunctory and presumptive fashion. And while attempting to achieve this glorious yet momentary state of bliss while on antidepressants can prove nearly impossible, there is hope. (laughs) Just breathe. Breathe and let go of expectations. Embrace the journey. Forget the destination. Easier said than done, I know from personal experience, but the advice itself is sound. We will be diving into all of this and more later in the episode, but for now, let's look at the official definition, orgasm or sexual climax, is the sudden discharge of accumulated sexual excitement during the sexual response cycle, resulting in rhythmic, involuntary muscular contractions in the pelvic region characterized by sexual pleasure. Mmm. Sounds complicated, but delicious. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you could just say that it's basically the best feeling on earth, and we all need to be having more of them, and that if everyone was having orgasms, the world would be a much happier, more peaceful place to live. Here are some fun facts about orgasms that you may or may not already know. Fact one, the average orgasm lasts 20 seconds, but... If you practice your kegels, those muscles in your pelvic floor, you can actually strengthen the intensity of your orgasms and make them occur more frequently. And squeeze, hold, release, repeat. And squeeze, hold, release, repeat. (laughs) We're all doing it, aren't we? We're we're doing it. I'm doing it right now. Mm. Fact two, during climax... The area behind your left eye, called the lateral orbitofrontal, orbitofrontal, is that it? I don't know. You medical people will sort me out, I'm sure. The lateral frontal cortex actually shuts down. This area is responsible for reason and behavior control, which is why you can't focus on anything else when you're climaxing. Hmm. In fact, when it comes to the brain, our largest sex organ, there are so many cool things happening, <laughs> right? I'll put a link to a great article in the show notes if you want to explore what happens to your brain during sex, okay? It's good. Check it out. Fact three orgasms can replace painkillers. Mm hmm. That's right. I said it temporarily, of course, and only for mild to moderate pain, like. Headaches, menstrual cramps, some forms of arthritis. So, I mean, don't throw away the painkillers yet, but do add orgasms and that naturally occurring delicious chemical, oxytocin. Fact four, orgasms increase your sense of smell due to the release of the hormone prolactin, which stimulates the brain to produce more neurons in the smell center. I can smell it now (laughs) and fact five orgasms can come from other places than your genitals you heard me according to Mary Roach in her TED talk on the subject women have reported having orgasms simply brushing their teeth stroking their eyebrows or just by thinking about it Ooh, (laughs) color me jealous if you want to know more about this and I'm sure you do I'll put the link to her TED Talk in the show notes. But for now, I want to know, who's having the most orgasms? Hmm? Who is it? Who do you think? I mean, obviously, I'm going to leave out cis het men because, like, who cares? I'm <laughs> uh, mainly talking about straight women versus gay women. And the answer is, unsurprisingly so, lesbians! Oh, wait, I have a sound effect for that. Let's do that. Hold on. And the answer is... Lesbians! That's it. There we go. <laughs> I nailed it. Nailed it. Okay. Lesbians give women more orgasms than men do. Facts. 100%. Don't believe me? Just go Google. Google. Who has more orgasms, straight women or gay women? And you will see a long list of articles and scientific study headlines that all echo the same sentiment Lesbians have better sex than straight women. I wonder why. (laughs) But do we really need to wonder why lesbians have better sex and more orgasms? It's simple. But not because we have the same parts in air quotes. Every vagina is different and every lesbian will tell you that. What works for me may not work for you or her or them and so on and so forth. The common denominator is lesbians have removed the outdated patriarchal notion that sex revolves around the male ejaculatory orgasm and that the woman's orgasm is more of a happy accident. Therefore, we can take control of our sex lives and focus on connecting with our partner during the sexual journey that leads to orgasm, though not always. In a lesbian nutshell, gay women actually care about other women's orgasms. Most of the time we aren't focused on procreation, we're focused on reciprocation. And yes, you heard me right, I said most of the time, not focused on procreation. Lesbians can have babies, welcome to the modern age. Moving on. I'm not sure why, but I feel like sharing some of my intimate history with you, beautiful people, (laughs) so... Let me tell you all about my very first orgasmic experience. Texas, 1996. I was 16, straight, and having a sleepover with a few female friends. The talk came about who's had an orgasm and who hasn't. One hand went up and then another and then another. It seemed like everybody in the room had had an orgasm except me. I bowed my head shamefully and they waited for me to reply since I was one of the most outgoing of the girls. And I said, no, I'm sorry, I have not yet had an orgasm. Well, (laughs) my uh, good friend, the closest friend and the friends whose house it was, stood up and said, come with me. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, give me 10 minutes and I'll give you an orgasm. (laughs) I laughed and giggled and blushed and said, you've got to be kidding me. And my other friend said, no, no, she can do it. I didn't think I could have them, but she gave me one. And I'm looking around going, wait a minute, when did everybody become gay? What's happening here? They said, we're not gay, but I know what I'm doing and I can give you an orgasm, I swear. And so my little straight, gay, crooked little mind (laughs) decided to take her up on her offer. And I went back to the bedroom with her. And she told me to get on the bed, and I did. And she told me to take my pants off, and I did. (laughs) And this girl was beautiful. Crystal, ah, I'll never forget you. You know what good work you do. (laughs) Anywho, Crystal tells me to take my pants off. And I said, yes, ma'am. She said, now lay back. And I did. (laughs) And I'm still giggling and laughing. And she says, look, you got to relax. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's going to (laughs) happen. And she said, no, take some deep breaths. And she had a very serious look on her, and I, I said, okay. I took some deep breaths in, and I blew them out. And she said, no, no, breathe out through your pussy. And I said, what, excuse me? <laughs> it, what? <laughs> then the giggles come again, and I'm like, pussy, oh, my God, ooh, not the pussy. <laughs> she says, breathe out down here. Imagine that you could breathe out down here. And I said, (laughs) okay. She said, now, lay back, do the breathing, and just enjoy it. She starts going to town, and it was delicious and it was lovely and I kept thinking oh my god this is this isn't really happening like oh okay this is an experiment you know we're we're gonna (laughs) she's she's definitely going down on me this is happening okay I'm not gay 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 I'm so straight I'm so straight this is just my friend this is just an experiment she said breathe I was like oh yes ma'am okay (laughs) so I start breathing and I start visualizing exhaling out through my pussy and I do it again. And I do it again. And then at some point, it actually did connect. And it really did feel like I was breathing through my pussy. And she's licking. And I'm enjoying. And she's licking some more. And tasting. And making noises. And I start making noises. And I'm feeling something. I'm getting very warm. And I'm thinking, oh my God, this, is, this can't be happening. She said, Breathe. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay, I relax again. I start breathing again, and I'm breathing, and she's licking, and I'm breathing, and she's licking, and then all of a sudden I get this really deep, tingling sensation, and I'm like, oh, oh my God, what is that? What is happening there? What is happening? And she just keeps going and going, and I'm like, oh my God, and it's just building and building and building, and then what do you know? I am having an orgasm. I'm, I'm, ha- I'm coming. I'm, I'm having an orgasm. I'm having an orgasm and I, I couldn't believe it and I'm, I'm just breathing and I'm, I'm laughing and I'm crying and I'm coming and I am coming hard and oh. Crystal gets up. She kind of wipes the corner of her mouth. She said, see, I told you, you just have to relax. And I said, yeah, yeah, you told me. (laughs) Woo! I mean, wow, mind blown, mind blown. But definitely not gay, still not gay. This was just a, a sleepover fun situation. This is just what girls do, right? Just none of us were gay. We were just... Giving each other orgasms, (laughs) right? Yeah. (laughs) Well, listen, if all this talk about orgasms is making you tense, then you could, and probably do, have orgasm anxiety. No shame in it. It's very common, especially among cis women. I have had orgasm anxiety most of my life because, uh, you know, not too many people can get down like Christy did. Girl, yes. <laughs> but even since I've started exclusively dating women, which has only been about four years now, it's still there. And occasionally it rears its ugly head. Some of you are lucky enough to have no idea what I'm talking about. So let me provide some clarity. Orgasm anxiety is defined as stress, an excessive focus on orgasm during sex. It stems from a variety of underlying issues, which we will get into in a minute, but let's go over the symptoms that may indicate you also suffer from orgasm anxiety. Now, if you experience any of the following symptoms, raise your hand. Don't worry, we can't see you. Your body tenses up during sex and not in a fun way. Your mind wanders from the experience. Bills, bills, to-do list, what am I going to wear tomorrow? You dread the moment leading up to orgasm. (sighs) Am I going to look stupid? I hate the sounds I make. Is it finally going to happen? A personal favor of mine. You feel a sense of overwhelming nervousness, heart beating in your ears, intrusive thoughts on repeat, trouble breathing... You experience disassociation between your mind and body, and that pretty much sums up my entire experience as a straight woman. Why does this happen to some and not to others? Is it luck of the draw? Well, kind of, but not really. Some reasons you might be experiencing this orgasm anxiety include feelings of fear or general stress or worry, a lack of sex-positive, pleasure-focused sex education, History of sexual trauma, sexual shame or shame surrounding pleasure, self-judgment about sexual performance, mental health conditions, i.e. generalized anxiety disorder, depression, medications that you take for said issues. Previous negative sexual experiences, body image issues, another personal fave of mine, pressure from your partner on needing to orgasm, relationship problems, specifically trust issues. There are so many things that can negatively affect your ability to enjoy sex. But don't worry, it is possible to manage these feelings and have more fulfilling, pleasurable experiences going forward. Here are some of the ways to combat orgasm anxiety. Take notes, folks. Not to be basic, but creating a sexual ambiance can actually minimize the anxiety, right? Like lighting candles and playing sensual music, checking out some different soothing aromas. Vanilla has actually been proven to be a sexually stimulating scent, all of these in moderation and make adjustments if you need, of course. If your partner hates the smell of vanilla, well, you know, try something else. Focus on pressure, texture, temperature, and a general sense of pleasure, not the orgasm itself. Focusing on those sensations can help you stay in the present moment. It's important to decenter the orgasm as the primary focus or goal and prioritize pleasure itself. This is just another form of mindfulness, really. In fact, meditation before a sexual encounter can also help bring about a present mindset and possibly aid in achieving orgasm. If you experience orgasm anxiety during partnered sex, voicing those feelings can enable your partner to understand your experience and offer support. I mean, the more your partner understands you, the more they can embody compassion and adapt their behaviors to what will help foster safety and security. And, you know, it's also up to you to learn about your body. You know, you, you need to masturbate, <laughs> you need to self-pleasure, solo sex, any night of the week, whatever you want to call it, you need to do it. Taking the time to pleasure yourself in a safe and private space is key to your sexual health. Pleasure products can help. From the rabbit to the rose, there are tens of thousands of sex toys on the market today geared towards women's pleasure, so it's time to go shopping, y'all. I'll put a few of my faves in the show notes with links. Hmm? And look, if all else fails, you can always call a, um, a sex therapist. There's a bunch out there, and you know they're just a Google away. I found a great quote in a 2021 article from which I have taken most of this information. I'll put the link in the show notes. Don't worry. It's very informative. Orgasm is like the cherry on top of an ice cream sundae. It doesn't encompass the sweetness and the delicious feelings throughout a sensual exchange. Why does the word cherry always make me want to sing? She's my cherry pie. Cold drink of water, such a sweet surprise. (laughs) No? Anyone else? I mean, Gen X, where are you at? Ah, my people. <laughs> I digress. <clears throat> if all else fails, try reading a little lesbian erotica to relax and get in the mood. I know of a great book you could try. (laughs) It's my third book in the Lesbians in Bed series, appropriately titled Lesbians in Bed Reading Erotica, available in the fall just before November Pride here in Palm Springs. I may get it done before Dinah Shore in September, but I'm not going to rush it. At any rate, I do believe we could all use a break from the educational part of this episode, yes? Hmm. Let's all slip into something a bit more comfortable, shall we? First, I'm going to start with a poem titled Honeydew Falls. This is in my second book Lesbians in Bed, Reading Poetry. This honeydew falls where it belongs on lips and tongues eager to be nourished. This honey dew falls where it is wanted, on mouths open and ready to taste the light, to savor the essence. This honey dew falls where it is needed from the opening of creation, the doorway of little deaths, to the hidden eye inside us all. This honeydew falls where it is free to flow amongst lovers who kiss, to melodies unsung, who embrace distinctions, rejoice connections, satisfy desires. This honeydew falls where it is worshipped, where it can refresh bodies, feed hunger, mend minds, this honeydew falls where sapphic sounds swell, bringing about a bounty, exquisite satisfaction. This honey, this dew, this honey's dew falls from you. Mm. <laughs> mm. Okay. Now we're, oh, I'm going to have to get a fan out and start fanning myself. Yum, yum, yum. Okay. Orgasm is the name of the game. (laughs) I'm kidding. It's pleasure. Pleasure is the name of the game. Orgasm is the name of this episode. That's all. We're just, we're just enjoying the moment. We're here. We're together. We are enjoying the journey. Yes. Now, this next one is an excerpt from book three, and it's called Seven Seconds. Please enjoy. The first seven seconds of Marvin Gaye's Ain't No Mountain High Enough is on repeat throughout the dream. A one-dimensional wall of Tudor-style townhouses rises in front of me. At its peak... The wall rips in half like a sheet of paper, and I enter a cavernous pub. There are couples drinking, dancing, and mingling about. I scan the room to discover its purpose and spot a couple engaged in impact play. You know, as people do in pubs all the time. I'm intrigued and immediately cross the room to join them. The Dom is a gorgeous butch dressed in black leather pants and a white tank. The sub is wearing gold lingerie that sparkles when the spotlight shines down on her as she receives a firm flogging. The music keeps repeating in my head Listen, baby. The wall behind the two women tears open and they disappear leaving me standing alone in a smaller, more secluded area. My heart is racing and I know someone is watching me from behind. Before I can turn around, I feel her breath on my neck, sending shivers down my entire body. I'm ready for anything and, for some reason, feel totally safe. Next thing I know, I'm strapped to an X-rack. And although she's blindfolded me, I can see, because dreams are cool that way. Again, the music repeats. Listen, baby. She approaches with the confidence of a well-traveled Dom, slowly and surely, I wait for the impact of the writing crop she now rears, but much to my dismay, I feel nothing. Every nerve in my body is on end, waiting, wanting, needing the delicious pain I hope she will deliver. I can feel myself getting wet with anticipation. My breathing becomes faster and louder, pleading with her to give me what I want. In that moment, I can actually hear her smile. She's going to make me wait. Listen, baby. In a flash, her cheek is against mine, warm and soft as she whispers in my ear. Do you want this? Yes, I reply eagerly. Yes, sir. Are you sure? She asks, knowing the answer already. Now I start to beg. Yes. Please, please do it. Please. I hear a loud pop, but feel nothing. She asks me if that's what I wanted. I'm confused and frustrated and feel my wetness drip down my leg. I start to cry. She wipes my tears away. The music plays again and again. Listen baby. I feel her preparing and I know this time she's going to make contact. I take a deep breath in. Suddenly I'm awoken by the subway train screeching to a stop. My eyes focus in and I see several people staring at me. Had I been talking in my sleep? Oh, God. The passenger next to me, an older gentleman, listening to Marvin Gaye sans headphones. That makes sense. But where did the rest come from? Why was I having these thoughts, these dreams, over and over again about something I had never experienced? And the rest of that story, ladies and queers and non-binary folk, will be continued in book three. But don't worry. I won't leave you hanging there. We'll do one more story before we say goodnight. Our final tale of this orgasmic evening is titled Midnight in Her Eyes. Midnight in her eyes. Lust through my veins a shockwave riding inside me in the core of me in the part of me unknown to me. Everything I am, strong, weak, magical. Around her, I feel this way, under her spell and shined shoe. Yes, sir. Please, sir. I feel that, down, deep, sir. Yes. Yes, yes. Breathe, breathe in, breathe out, in, out. Her body holds mine safe and warm. I break in her arms. Let's do a little check in, shall we? How are we all feeling now? Are we in the moment? Have we been thinking about climaxing or have we just been enjoying ourselves? I, for one, have been enjoying myself immensely. And I thank you for this time together on another episode of the Lesbian PodQuest. Whether you're in a couple, a throuple, or very, very single, I wish you all the amazing orgasms you can handle. Until next week, stay gay, my friends. Way gay. New episodes of The Lesbian Podcast are available every titillating Tuesday. Subscribe so you can be notified and not miss out on any of the lesbian fun. If you'd like to support The Lesbian Podcast, please go to patreon.com slash Brittany Roberts, B-R-I-T-T-N-Y-R-O-B-E-R-T-S. Become an official Questie at $3.99 a month or a Questie Bestie, or maybe even a V I L very important lesbian Questie. It's only $19.99 a month, and you'll get a five-minute bedtime story from me every single month, including behind the scenes, bloopers, flubs, and other funny things, a TikTok, Instagram, thanking you and a discount code for my merchandise on britneyroberts.com Please feel free to donate to my cash app or my Venmo or send me a check I don't know, I'll take anything, whatever Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week on Titillating Tuesday